Welcome back to the Salon Owner School podcast. I'm Sam Huber, the CEO here at Pip University, and we are so glad that you are tuning in today. We have the guest happiness team at Neat Beat Salon in Louisville, Kentucky on today, and they are going to be sharing about what their roles are in the salon and how reserving appointments is only a fraction of what they do. So let's dive in and meet these lovely ladies. Okay, guys, so I have, these are our three ladies on our guest happiness team, and I am so stinking proud that I have all of them at one time to be able to chat with them, ask them questions, things like that. So girls, while we're talking, if you guys have any background noise at all, you can just mute yourselves while somebody else is answering. And then when you want to, you know, join in or say anything, then you can just unmute yourself. But the first thing that I want to do, I have just a few questions. And then if we've got some time at the end, I see that we've got some um, Rich Life CEO people on the call. This would absolutely be your time to take full advantage of these girls and ask them questions so you guys can, you know, know their responses and use them with your own teams just to kind of get a glimpse into the way that they think. So my first question for each of you, besides one thinks about being a part of this, because you all know the last thing that I think about when I think about you all is you guys being front desk girls, because that is like one sixteenth of what you contribute to Neat Beat Salon. So outside of answering the phones, booking appointments, all of those things, what is your specific role that you've taken ownership of when it comes to being at the salon? Kiara, we'll start with you. Awesome. So besides being guest happiness team, I'm also the VP of Neat Beat, um, which means that I get to work in a lot of different areas in the salon. So along with guest happiness team, I also get to oversee all of the onboarding, recruiting, and auditioning, which is super fun. And I also handle all inventory of the salon as well. Yeah, and that's um, been that's been a that's been a beast, hasn't it, Kiara? It really has. <laughs> We're always going back and forth with numbers. She's always asking questions just so she can get clear. Sometimes the questions that she asks, I'm like, yeah, we definitely need to get clear on that because I'm not even clear on it. So she has a very robust role. And just one thing about her that I think is so that I think will be very helpful to you guys listening is that we have a lot of people on our teams usually you know we're always trying to create leaders great leaders create other great leaders well when you are so enamored in your role as the owner or the ceo and you've got other people that want to be leaders and you know that you need support sometimes you know i've heard this so many times throughout being a salon owner that someone is unclear on their role, whether they're front of the house support, so like un if they're under our experience provider payroll, but even if they're under service provider payroll um, and they're behind the chair, but they want to take on some extra things. I've had the question so many times, like, can you help me? Can you, you know, tell me like, what exactly is my role? What are the things that I should be doing? And I've always had a very simple answer for that. I'm like, I am not going to define your role for you. That is something that you get to uncover 
and you get to create and tap into your native genius. And one of our core values is I take ownership. So they get to take ownership of seeing what that looks like and developing it themselves. Because there's a tons of things, there's tons of things that of course we as owners need support with, but it's really nice when the things that someone starts to take ownership of are things that are in their, their native genius. And they are the ones that really know that it just takes them. Another one of our core values is I enter the arena naked. It takes them stepping into courage and vulnerability to try things, mess up things, you know, risk quote unquote, being in trouble because they messed something up for them to really uncover that. So the cool thing about Kiara is she is actually the one that came to our leadership and said, I think it's time for me to have a title that is outside of the guest happiness team. And I think that title should be vice president. And here's why. So she's the one that created her title. She's the one that told us why she chose for it to be vice president. And she really did create a whole role around that. And so that just takes so much pressure off the owner to feel like they have to create all these different roles for someone with a title and everything like that. And what naturally evolved was when she created that title for herself, the other things that she started taking over, she figured them out. And then it was a lot easier for our leadership team to delegate certain things to her, like recruiting, onboarding, and hiring. She does all of that with our new hires, but we were all very clear on her role because she created it. And then we were able to all start filling it together with what her specialty was. And then at that point, more training came and we were able to support her at a higher level and just becoming more educated and and things like that as she started doing. So that's a little fun fact about Kiara. Shylin, what would you say that your newly specific role with our guest happiness team is? Yeah, definitely. So outside of just being guest happiness team, I would say I'm like head of retention in a word or in a way, in a way of saying. Um, so I really want to focus on keeping those successful relationships with our guests and making sure that they're feeling loved and cared for. And the whole reason that we are here is because of them. So Focusing on having those quality relationships with our guests is my top priority outside of what I'm doing at the front desk. Okay, great response. So Shylin is our newest member of our guest happiness team. She started with us last year and just of recent, many of you guys know we've been reading Never Lose a Customer Again. We're reading it pretty much as a team and going through chapters on a weekly basis. We just had a class one week ago with the guest happiness team. It was a two and a half hour Zoom class because you guys know that I'm in Houston, the salon is in Kentucky. And at the end of the class, like I launched some systems that we're going to be executing to get our retention up. So we don't struggle so much with utilization because Kiara has onboarded like six new hires since November. So naturally we put these people on the floor, our utilization is gonna go down because we have so many more new people. So Shailene's really looking at retention of guests that have been in in the past and haven't been back in. And at the end of the Zoom class, after they had gotten all this information, I was like, who is going to take ownership of this category of the salon that's going to entail tons of systems? And so I asked them to nominate someone 
they all nominated Shylin, which was really cool because in the next animation of the the slide, I put on there Shylin is going to be taking over all of this, and she was even going to nominate herself. So really cool that we all kind of knew she has the perfect personality and skill set to be able to execute something as big as retention. So Wit, what is your specific role with our guest happiness team? Uh, so outside of guest happiness team, I am um, head of like social media, or you could say like marketing director. So I just kind of run all of that. And also uh, help the artists as well with how to run their own social media, give them um, feedback and um, uh, like lead them the way to, you know, get guests, their guests in here and how their social media can look. And yeah. Yeah, because you've got stuff. some great ideas. Whitney is very creative. If you guys get on our Instagram, and you just keep scrolling forever, you will see how much our, our Instagram, because it's easiest to look on Instagram because it's all right there where Facebook is more spread out. It has evolved tremendously for the longest time. I was explaining this last week. I did not like our media. And I'm really, really big on our branding. Like I care so much about our branding and our branding language and how we come off um, through our marketing. And with me having Pip University and all the other things in the salon, that was just one thing that I had to let go of. And no, right now it doesn't look the way that I want it to look, but there's things that took priority over it. So I just had to surrender to it and know that hopefully one day I was going to get a hold of it again and it would start looking good. So we had Whitney start taking that over because for the longest time, Kiara was doing it, but she was also really enamored in our inventory and our recruiting onboarding and hiring now that and she does the desk now that was way way too much for her to be doing so whitney took it over and you can see how much whitney first of all she had more time because she's on the guest happiness team and this is the one other thing that she started taking ownership of and you can see how different our marketing has become with her creativity she does a lot of TikToks, things like that. And we're starting to really see a difference with people calling in and hearing about us from our social media. And she really supports Kiara's initiative with showing more of like the behind the scenes of our team. So that looks attractive to people that we are recruiting. That's something that we really learned from Stephanie Fox with um, everything that she does with attracting new talent to your salon. So that is pretty much the ownership that each of these girls takes. You can see it's all very different and they really help cover categories of the salon that are extremely important. So my next question to each of you, and we'll just go straight down the line with um, the order that we just did girls. I only want one to two sentences, okay? One to two sentences and how you would describe the culture of Neat Beat. So think about this for a second and then Kiara, you share first. The culture of Neat Beat truly is like a family. It's all about empowering, being servants, and innovators. Oh, I love that. That's good. That's really good. That is totally <laughs> us. 
Yes. Kylan, how about you? Good one, Kiara. I would definitely say our culture is definitely family-based. We are wholesome. That was my first word. We're wholesome, and we have each other's backs. We're definitely there to, I don't know, help each other one-up in their own progress and get themselves to be the most successful people that they can be, grow their confidence, grow their brilliance. We're here as a unit, and our culture is definitely loving. Mm. Yeah, that really embodies teamwork. We're very, very supportive of of one another. That's that's great. Wait, how about you? Um, I also kind of agree with everyone else, but um, a lot of what sticks out to me with the culture is the supportiveness, um, but also how encouraging everyone is to just go further beyond what we think we know of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um because everyone sees so much more in everyone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That this this next question that I have kind of might tie in to what each of you kind of said. I love this question and I cannot wait to hear the responses. What is the hardest thing about working at Neat Beat? That's a hard question, Heather. Um, the hardest thing about working at Neat Beat. I think when I first started at Neat Beat, the hardest thing for me was change. Naturally, humans want to avoid change because we're creatures of habit. Um, But we do pride ourselves in being innovators of the industry. Um, And so with that comes new systems, um, new ways of working, things like that. So there is a lot of change. Um, but it's always for the better. So once you kind of switch your perspective, um, it makes all the difference. And then I would mm-hmm. say being organized. That was a big lesson that I had to learn how to do is like calendaring, using mm-hmm. Asana, using my Google Calendar and not those old paper calendars, even though mm-hmm. I do love them. Yes, because that is one thing like we're like, we don't do that here. It, mm-hmm. you can have, Target has really, really cute planners and it's really hard to not buy them. But before you know it, you've got so many different things in different planners and online, and each of them is missing some of the events that you have. So we just do Google Calendar, and that that is like a hard stop right there where we don't do paper anything because this way on our calendar we can access, all of us can see our calendars, we can all access each other. It's just way more efficient and effective. And it's so funny, Kiara, that you say the change. So if you're on here and you're from Rich Life CEO, you know that when we talk about our standards, like our guidelines, our salon guidelines, I tell everyone to put in their guidelines. And it's really not, it's something that they sign off on, yes, that they've read. It's not really a question or like a specific system, but it says, I always tell everyone, make it very clear to people that you are onboarding and all of your existing team that there are two things that are constant here and only two things, grace and change. We will change all the time because we are innovators. Now that goes with with my culture, yes, but it's also great for salons that either are new or salons that always want to be progressing because exactly what Kiara says, it helps support the perspective 
they get to choose. So they enjoy working at the salon more. It's just a perspective. You can either look at it like, oh my gosh, it's hard to keep up. Things are changing all the time around here. We're unorganized, all that. Or you could switch the perspective to say, we are always changing because we're always looking for the best, most efficient way. And we always want to be growing. And that's the kind of company I want to be a part of. If they know that from the very beginning, their perspective tends not to lean towards we're unorganized or we don't know what we're doing or things like that. And the reason that I know that to be true is because I dealt with a lot of that when I was newer, probably like in the first four years that we were open. And so I was like, I'm just going to tell everyone when they're coming on and we're onboarding them, this place, we change all the time. So you have to get down with that or you just won't be happy here. Love it that you said that, Kiara. Shai, what do you what do you think the hardest thing about working at Neat Beat is? Yeah, okay, so my answer goes somewhat similarly to Kiara's, but I would say my answer leads more toward being in a creative rut. I can run into a struggle with that at times, especially with change and progressing and coming up with new ideas and just getting into something better. And um, sometimes I can definitely find myself in creative rut. I don't know what else I can think of to make things the next level, take it one step up. And um, so, but it's really fun when we actually get our heads together and we can come up with something really fabulous and it opens a whole new door for opportunity and we get through those creative ruts and come up with something awesome and spectacular. Okay. That's interesting. That's so interesting that you say that. I wouldn't think that that would be a response, but I can see how it is because there, and many of the, the salon owners that are listening on here, I'm sure that you totally get that too, because just being in the salon industry, is especially being a part of the salons that we all have, creativity and innovation is a big thing for us. Like we are all very innovative. We have very innovative salons. All of us do. And Shai, well, you know, one thing, just a little, this might be helpful and for anybody else that's on here. For the longest time I followed, I still follow her. Her name is Marie Forleo. I love this chick. She was like the first person as a salon owner. Actually, I invested in one of her courses before I became a salon owner. And one thing that she that she said constantly is if you're worried about creativity and being stuck, because there's there was times where I can be so creative, but I would have this scarcity mindset in the back of my head. Like, what if I run out of what if I run out of ideas? What if I I can come up with some really good ideas, but what if that all of a sudden stops, which is absolutely just ridiculous to think, but I'm sure people think this. I'm not the only one. And she would always say, the more you use your creativity, the more you have, the more you execute it, the more you build these muscles and the more your brain listens to a bunch of outside stuff that helps you to be more creative. And so that has stayed with me. I'm not kidding for about 15 years. And I'm always telling myself, the more I dig into this creativity, the next time I go to create something, I will have more creativity available. And that mindset has always helped me kind of stay away from creativity ruts because I just really believed that statement and it supported me greatly. So hopefully that helps anybody that's listening. Wit, how about you? What's the hardest thing about working at Neatbeat? Um, no. I guess <laughs> that's a really hard question. She's like everything. <laughs> All of it. No, <laughs> that, that's a really hard question because 
I think this kind of goes along with like my last answer to the last question. Um, but really learning how to uh, dig into myself and like the person, like the hard worker I am, because before Neat Beat, I thought I was a hard worker. <laughs> and then coming to Neat Beat, I'm like, wow, here are all these like new changes and challenges that I, that have like given me, I guess, a new perspective on working hard, which is awesome because that just like changes the worker I am and just like makes it, it makes me, I feel like so much better as a person mm -hmm. um, and as, as a worker. Cause again, I thought I was a hard worker and now I'm like, um, I am being pushed further to my limits and it's like a daily thing which is yep. amazing <laughs> but <laughs> I guess just like learning how to adapt to that yeah that okay so just so everybody knows there was a time where I would give Kiara a lot of guidance and support and so that's aka feedback now Kiara has really come into her role and she, Kiara asks a lot of questions for clarity, which I love so much because it gets everyone clear. I am to the point now where I, I don't give so much um, feedback to Kiara because she's really in her role. And if anything, she comes to me with questions and then I get to guide her, her that way. Wit is someone that I'd probably say for the last six months, I have a ton of communication with Whitney. In fact, Whitney is probably the person in the company that I communicate most with, which is really surprising when I say that out loud and I really think about it. And Whitney is someone that I give the most feedback to. Like I am always on her about something. And what is a beautiful thing about Whitney and I's relationship is there is clearly a level of safety and trust between Whit and I because I, as her leader, feel incredibly comfortable giving her feedback, support, and guidance. She has created that safe space for me for when I do give her feedback, her response is always, always, always curious. She never defends. She never, that's the main word, she never defends. She always asks more questions. And that creates a level of safety for me to dig in even more with her. Now we all know as owners or leaders, if you go to approach somebody with feedback and maybe their reaction is a little bit more defensive or it may not, may not, not even be defensive. It just may seem not that it is, it may seem like they're not super open. Whitney has always been very open. And it has allowed us to really grow her skill set. Now, there has been some things I'd say over the last three months that I've given very direct feedback on that most owners would shy away from because they would tell themselves it's not that big of a deal. But because of the history that Whitney and I have and the level of safety that I have with her, I make myself say all the little things. And then after I share with her what the feedback is, I always tell her the only reason that I even said anything is because you make me feel comfortable in saying it. And when I'm able to do this with you consistently, I will watch you grow from one arena to the other. This is how people become extremely powerful and non-replaceable in companies. 
And she is able to accept all of that from me. And it's led to her being like really killer in her role. So if there's ever a time where you are wondering like, should I give this feedback? Should I give this guidance and support? If you really look at it as support and you're looking at the person that you're doing it with, like I care about Whitney so much. I obviously I care about all three girls. I've really been in a development process with Whitney and I care about her so much. And I believe so much in the power that Whitney possesses that I will be damned if I let an opportunity go where I can't serve her greatness. And it has just really worked out for the both of us because she has been so open. So, you know, huge, huge hat goes off to you, Whitney, for offering me that space. Okay, so next question. This is the second to the last one. How do you take ownership? the rest of the team executing our systems consistently and at the highest standard so i'll repeat that one more time how do you specifically take ownership to enroll the rest of the team so they can execute our systems consistently and at a higher standard kiara you could go first it's a really good question um so i think it all starts with relationship and the number one thing is building trust with the team. Um, I feel like once you have trust with each individual, um, naturally when you've built that relationship ship up, if you're excited about something, they're excited about it. Um, if you're, you know, concerned and go to them, they take you seriously. Um, there's just like a mutual respect there. So enrolling them, I feel like whether it is something super exciting or a new system we have going on, it does come fairly easy. Um, but one thing that I always try to remember is energy creates energy. And um, I'm responsible for the energy I bring into every room and situation. So how I show up affects how they show up and how they respond to me. Um, so those are the key things that I always try to remember when enrolling someone in anything. So good. <laughs> she said energy creates energy and I'm responsible for the energy that I bring to the table. That's one of our behaviors under the core value of I choose courage over comfort. And so I, that's so cool, Kiara, because it's so true. We're responsible for the energy that we bring to the table. And so when we're enrolling people, if we're aware and intentional with that energy, it makes the enrollment process a lot easier. Wonderful answer, girlfriend. Love it. <laughs> Shy, how about you? Okay, I would say feedback. Um, the way that I push myself forward into like thinking differently and from a different perspective is getting feedback and building the team around me to um, get some ideas and help me progress my thinking. Um, that creates the best experience possible. Mm. Good. Love that. Love how succinct that was. Wit, how about you? Um, I try to just have a lot of like, I guess like one-on-one -on -one engagement with the artists and stuff. And I would say like with specifically social media, it's a hard thing to enroll people into. It really is because there's a lot of people that just don't want to be in the spotlight behind the camera and on social media and stuff like that but creating a hype behind it and also um showing like being excited about finished product and everything so like 
And anyone in the salon can tell you that anytime I'm done with a TikTok or a post or something, I'm like, look at my TikTok. <laughs> look at this. Like, so like just getting really excited about all of it and and um, trying to get everyone as involved as possible. And I think slowly but surely everyone will love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially because the energy that you're bringing to the table. Yes. That's great. I will say with that specific question, when I think about you guys, like Kiara, you obviously you're the most senior, you're, you're the vice president. You have done an excellent job with the whole team and with the guest happiness team and enrolling people. And one thing I, I notice about you is you always come from a, we perspective. We haven't been hitting the mark on this. What do we get to do this week moving forward to where we're on top of it? We're committed to it. We're aware that this is something that's within our focus and something we get to show up for. How do we do that this week, guys? Like you do a very good job of always including yourself, asking a lot of questions to get their thinking. So everybody is aware this is, you know, this is a high priority and we all get to contribute to making sure we do this consistently and at our highest standard. And that, that's always just so helpful when you've got a leader that's in the trenches with you and, and they're asking for your, your guidance as a, another guest happiness team member or as a service provider. And you do that really, really well. It's never in a condescending way or a you, you, you. It's always a we. And that is an, an attribute of a fantastic leader. You, you definitely kill it with that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So last question. What's the most unique thing about working at Neepeat? I'm so sorry. Can you repeat that, Heather? Yep. What's the most unique thing about working at Neatbeat? I'd say the most unique thing working at Neatbeat is how much fun we have in the workplace. Um, we're all about PIP, which is positively impacting people. So just being feet washers in our daily lives, whether that's for our guests, our teammates, scheduling fun things for our team to do. Recently, um, Shy went to the store and got Easter eggs and like, for Easter did a big Easter egg hunt throughout the day with them. So just how much fun we have. And then the opportunities and experiences that I've had since I started working at Neepy have been amazing and like memories I'll be able to hold on to forever. So very thankful for that. Super cool. Shy you. Oh, Kiara, that made my heart warm. <laughs> I truly just love the experience as well, but I really love the people that I get to involve myself with. Our guests are amazing. The teammates that I have are wonderful. And every day I just feel like I'm at home with my friends and it's just a really comfortable way to, you know, work. You love to, you have to be at work every day. So you have to love what you do. And I thoroughly do. And that makes it the best experience possible. One so shy is we have an artist named Preston, and Preston moved from Denver, Colorado to work at Neat Beat in 2017, 2017 or 2018. And shy dates Preston's brother, and so shy moved here last year from Colorado with Preston's brother, and so she's become a part of the team. It has been a wonderful experience because I just wanted to share that fun fact because what's really cool is. I know myself and none of the rest of the team looks at shy like 
she's here because of Preston. She moved here because of Preston. Obviously, it's for Preston's brother. But, like, she has really made a name for herself within our culture. And we appreciate Shy, and we'll do everything that we can to keep her within our four walls because she's away from everyone that she knows and loves. Like, her, all of her family, all of her past comes from Colorado. So she's really made a mark at the salon with us, with our guests. And I just think that that's a little tidbit of information that's super cool. What, how about you? Most unique thing? Okay, I know we talk about this a lot, but really the culture, honestly. Like the culture as a whole is so unique. I've never worked in a place where the culture is like this, but also just having casual conversations with my friends about where they work and stuff and they talk about all their struggles with work and how they don't enjoy it and everything and they're like how was work for you and I'm like oh it was amazing like I come in every day everyone you know if I talk to friends they ask me every day how was work amazing like I had a great day and I'm gonna have a great rest of the week and uh I think that's just awesome that yeah that, that is it's rare too not everybody feels that way yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. So cool. Okay. So you guys did a fantastic job with responding. If we've got anybody on here right now, Rebecca, I see you on here. Tamara, hello. It's been forever. Um, if And you also, Jen, if you guys have any questions or any comments or anything that you guys want to ask now would, would be the time. If you guys have any, anything to... Oh man, I didn't know that there was a chat now. This must this must be a new thing. Um, let me see here. Rebecca, you asked. Okay, so Rebecca wants to know, guys, how this is a good question. How did you all come down to wit? How did you all find Neat Beat? So we just said that about Shy. She moved here because of one of our service providers. Kiara, mm -hmm. how did you find Neat Beat? I love this story. Um, so I actually um, found Neat Beat when I was working at Subway in high school. Um, so I had a best friend at the time that knew Heather. I think Heather had been doing her and her mom's hair forever. And Heather really, really wanted this friend to work for her. Um, it didn't work out the first time around. But then come winter time, Heather was like, I really want you to work for me. Um, you know, please say yes. And she actually responded, which is very bold for a 17 year old, but she responded with, I'll come if you have a spot for my friend Kiara. So we ended up interviewing and <laughs> I got the job and I quit college to work here because I just fell in love with it. And you know, the rest is history. <laughs> yep. So that, that's a testament to your existing guests. How, I mean, they brought us Kiara and she, I mean, clearly she is extremely valuable and yeah, her friend Paige, I asked her, I was like, I would love for you to come work at the salon. And she said, she said, no, she couldn't. And she was working at Subway at the time. And I was like, I cannot believe that this girl is not going to come work at the salon and she's working at Subway, but it, there was a little bit of a drive. So then I reached out again like six or seven months later and I was like, I'm not going to take no for an answer. I want you at the salon. And she absolutely said, I will only come if you have a spot for Kiara. And I was like, deal, deal. And it's funny because Paige obviously is no longer with the company. And that was 
that didn't last very long at all, but we got Kiara out of it. And it was absolutely because I had been doing Paige and her mom's hair for years. Wait, how did you, how did you find Eat Beat? So I also love my story because it's just really cool. But I was, um, it was right around like when everything shut down for COVID and I was working from home um, at a very toxic, toxic work or job. And um, I reached out to a friend that worked here for a little bit. And I was just asking her if she knew of any places hiring because I just needed to get out. And she was like, actually, yeah, I do. Um, so she led me to Meet Me and I interviewed and everything, like the whole interview process, the whole time I was talking to my mom about it, like, I was like, I, I don't even want to interview anywhere else. Like, this is, this is where I want to be. Like, they told, you know, uh, my friend had told me about like the culture and everything here. And I was like, that's literally when I sat there and imagined I need a new workplace. That's what I imagined. Mm, so that's good. It was like neat beat literally fell in my, I say that all the time. Neat beat fell in my lap <laughs> at like the perfect time. And you know, what's great about that, Rebecca is I always say you're existing guests, but looking at anybody that you have on the team right now and as your team starts to grow and this is something i never really think about all, all of the people on our teams they have friends they have people that they follow on social media even if they're not like super close with them you can tell a lot you know by somebody's social media using existing team members and if you don't have very many existing team members right now you can definitely rely on guests but we have a pretty big team now at Neepy, and that's a whole other element that we could that we could utilize is who stands out to each of our team members in their lives and anyone that they follow and us just directly reaching out to them through Instagram or Facebook, because essentially that's exactly what happened with Whitney. So that's a I'm going to add that to our arsenal of when we're trying to find people to work with us. That's a really great one to your existing team members. So hopefully this was was helpful for you guys and we can potentially do a clubhouse in the future or maybe it's just Q&A for them and you guys can ask certain questions that might be helpful. But thank you guys so much for, for tuning in and Kiara, Shy and Wit. I mean, I think y'all are the baddest chicks ever. I am so proud and so honored that I get to work with you girls. I mean, you guys just... Ever, this whole conversation screams our core values and just how integrated in our culture the three of you guys are. And I'm extremely thankful for that. So thank you for showing up the way that you guys do for our company. I hope Thanks, everybody Lauren. has a great week. You're so welcome and enjoy your all's Monday, guys. Yeah, you too. It was so fun. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Bye, guys. Bye.